Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. I go into con, the Harris con. Yep. I'm percolating all that in my head. That's Mm -hmm. juicy, Adam. Harry, how are you today? Aw, g'day, mate, he says. He doesn't look up from the TV this time. I'm just going to purchase a bunch of vegetables, Harry, if you don't mind me. Uh, yeah, sure. Grab them, check them on the counter. I'll ring them up. Okay, what, this is what I'm after. If he, I'm going to grab some green apples, if he's got green apples. Yeah, he'd have green apples. Does he he have- has green and he has red. Those are your apple options. Perfect. Uh, does he have carrot? Yeah, he'd have carrot. Excellent. Broccoli? He'd have broccoli. Great. Spinach? Mm, yeah, he has spinach. Great. That's it. That's all uh- I need. I take them up to the counter. He rings them up for you. How's See, your day going? My day's going very well. Did you go to school in this town? Yeah. D- don't mind me asking, how old are you, Harry? <sighs> well, you know, uh, a lady never tells, he says. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 50. 50 this year. You're 50. I can't go. My brain doesn't go back that far. What year did you graduate, Harry? Uh, hang on, he says. <laughs> Uh, 82. 82. Yeah. Why do you ask? <sighs> Just trying to do some math. I, I've been hearing rumors around town. Again, you understand my, the reason why I'm here, collecting urban legends and stories. And apparently the local school children have a perplexing one that they subscribe to that apparently has been passed down from children above them and children above them for generations. Yeah. Uh, involving a haunted house. Was there a haunted house when you were growing up? Harry snorts derisively. Nah, no haunted houses, mate. Ghosts aren't real. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't be so quick to rule that out, Harry. You ever heard of the the theory of Occam's razor? Uh, The what razor? Occam's razor. What about it? So it is a theory, a philosophy, a, a, a tool for eliminating and solving problems. Yeah. You might appreciate it, actually, in its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Occam's razor suggests that perhaps the easiest uh, solution and most obvious solution, however unlikely and improbable, is the right one. Well, see, that's actually kind of a misunderstanding of Occam's razor. 
See, the actual statement is that the answer with the least assumptions is probably the correct answer because there's the least to assume, less unknowns. Is Harry actually people, saying this or no, is this just no. <laughs> Is this just you being a piece of shit to me? Uh, 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 oh, yeah. I think I've heard that, he says. Um, empathy wits, which is one, right? Uh, yep, one. Uh, he could have heard of this. It's entirely possible. So uh, I guess sometimes if the most logical natural reaction answer is a solution, is a, a ghost, well, maybe it's a ghost. Well, can't argue with that, he says. You cannot. He seems to have given up on the idea of arguing with you. Harry, I have one more question about your schooling days. I'm doing yes. math in my head. Did you go to school with a Garrett Walsh? Um, no, I didn't, mate. Gary what about, Walsh. What about uh, maybe his Oh, wait, wife. Gary Walsh. Oh, yeah. sorry, I thought you said Stephen Walsh. Um, all right, he needs to roll for this. Adam also has to do some math. <laughs> yeah, I got to quickly work something out. Oh, yeah, Gary. Yeah, I went to school with him. So uh, we weren't in the same year level, but you know, you know, Carrie and and his wife, his his family. Uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I knew them, I guess. What happened to them? Pretty rough stuff. You sure you want to hear this? Trust me, it is not the worst thing I will have seen or heard today. Well, they were they were murdered by murdered, a burglar. Murdered in their beds. Uh, uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know who did it or anything like that. They never caught the guy. He, um, yeah, he, his wife, and their kid, pretty rough stuff, you know? Oh, wow. Permit me, I like to know everything I can about a, a topic or, or a thing, and, and this story of the Walshes is tied to the urban legend that the boys at the school were telling about a haunted house. They believe the Walsh house is haunted. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. they believe there are five Walshes in that house when well, that's Three. just not true. Well, there would have been four, I guess, because uh, Gary's dad, Stephen, used to live with them. He wasn't killed on the night that they were killed. No, no, pretty no. It was very dreadful stuff. No, he was because he liked to he liked to you know walk and stuff like that. He was out. That he was night. out on a hike. Yeah, I I think he took it pretty rough. He became a bit of a recluse after that. What happened to him? I don't know what happened to him actually. Hmm. I don't know. No, I I I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was um, close with Gary, so I didn't know Stephen very well. Stephen just kind of fell off the face of the earth, I guess. Yes, I guess he did. Now, I got a, one last question, and then I'll leave you be. I have other things to attend to. Yeah, sure. Green smoothies to make and whatnot. Um, you mentioned that uh, the, the murder was bad. I, what actually happened? H- how did the die? Oh, mate, you're twisting my mind on that one. Um... Nah, mate. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know. I, I all I know is the three of them were killed. Uh it was pretty pretty rough stuff. Apparently, it was a grisly scene. I, I well, that's what the papers I think called it at the time. I forget. But uh, yeah, they called it uh, they called it grisly. So I have to assume it wasn't a great thing, great sight. And I I think it kind of drove old Stephen pretty pretty um you know up the wall and whatnot as it as it fucking should. As it fucking should. All right, Harry, you have been, once again, a card. I'll uh, see you when I'm looking at you, I suppose. When you next draw me out of the deck, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like that line. That's good. I head back to the motel. You're probably not waiting very long. Actually, you know what? She's probably waiting for you out the front. 
She turns around. She's wearing like clothes that make it look like it's a lot colder than it is. But you can see that she's clutching them kind of defensively. She looks a bit shaken and stuff. Miss Carol. What exactly do you do again? She says. Are you a private investigator? Are you a, are you a lawyer? I am. Why don't you come inside and I'll explain it to you. She gestures for you to open the door. I've got an armful of fruit. <laughs> That's very funny. She's got an armful of bl- blender. Wonderful. Um, we go in. Uh, she comes in. I guess sits down. Yeah. I plug the blender in. Mm-hmm. Would you like one? No, she says. All right. I quickly make up a green smoothie. All right. I'm going to call that craft. Oh, fuck. I don't have that skill. Damn it. <laughs> Um, it's minus three. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Craft survival. Oh, I have that. survival presence. No, craft survival. Let's call it wits. No, no intelligence, Adam? No, Damn. no intelligence. Uh, it's a chance. Chance die? Chance die. You make it. It's not like you. It's not a good. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a. I would describe it as a perfectly mediocre. Green, uh, green <sighs> smoothie, whatever you call them. This is fine, I suppose. I, I just can't quite nail it. You know that you want that tangy taste, a bit of that fruit of spice through the middle of it. It should taste like fresh limon grass smells. Sure, Lily Rose says. Did your husband drink uh, green smoothies? I hear he's quite an athlete, fit man. Um, he used to drink protein shakes. She says <laughs> protein shakes. The poor cousin of a green smoothie. If you want to keep your brain sharp and your health good, you should be drinking green smoothies as well. Anyway, that is not why we're here. That is not why you have come all this way to talk to me. That is not what this conversation is about. Miss mm-hmm. Carol, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. I'm going to explain to you what I do, how I operate, and how I work. But in order for you to understand this, follow this conversation, in order for me to do that, I'm going to need you to remove all the walls in your head. In a time I tell you something and it butts up against a wall of thought that says, no way, that can't be the way it is. You need to remove that wall straight away and you need to accept that information. Only then can we have an ongoing and meaningful dialogue about what I'm doing in Baragong and what I can do for you and your late husband. I'm going to give you a beat for that speech because I quite (laughs) like it. You see, she doesn't seem like, she doesn't seem incredulous or anything like that, but you can tell that you've not really tested no, no, no. I've, just, I've, I've thrown that out there, though. Ma'am, I'm not from around here, but I was drawn to your town, not for what the reasons I have been given to the rest of the townsfolk, which is, well, not entirely untrue, is that I'm interested in urban legends, or strange stories that bound small towns together. I myself am from a town not dissimilar to Burgong, and I find that towns like this uh, have an energy to them where tall tales, or the colloquialism furphy, uh, take root. And I think that, well, these things interest me. and They have for a long time. Do you believe in ghosts, Ms. Carroll? All right. I'm going to say now is the first time you see incredulity on her face. I'm going to get you to make a, let's call it empathy intelligence roll. Uh, so it is three. She gives you like a raised eyebrow look and says, I... I don't believe in ghosts, no. All right. Then maybe not ghosts. What about things that do not make sense? Things of a nature that are, unfortunately for them, our rational, 
logical and empirical thought process simply cannot explain. I'm going to make another empathy intelligence check. She looks at you and speaks very slowly and says, I suppose we can't explain everything yet. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. But see, and that, that is my interest, the yet. So say you're a counter problem, and I don't use the word supernatural or, or paranormal. They, they carry with them fantastical overtones. I approach them as what I like to call ontologically problematic, things that uh, exist outside what is our core understanding of reality. They exist, therefore they are real, but they do not fit into the boxes that we have created over centuries for what is real and normal and acceptable. For example, you might see a bird fly past your window, uh, a magpie, and you go, well, that's normal. That is a magpie flying past my window. I live in an area where there are magpies in abundance. What happens if one day you look out your window and you see an ostrich fly by? The ostrich has flown by, but ontologically speaking, we know that ostriches cannot fly and they certainly are not native to your backyard. What do you do then? Well, that's where I come in. Miss Carroll, I believe that wild animals were not responsible for the death of your husband. I do not believe that a man, well, I do not believe that a regular man was capable of this thing. We're going to play a little, little thought experiment. If we rule out wild animal and we roll out man, what remains? Are you going to tell me a ghost killed my husband? Another empathy <laughs> intelligence roll. You can tell... This entire time, she has been slowly boiling with anger. She thought you were going to fix what the police have had trouble with, and you have proven to be some quack talking about ghosts. I've detected that she's angry at me? Yeah. Do you have a smartphone on you right now? Yes, she says. All right, I would like you to Google Hercules Melville and Shepard Josiah Jemison. She finds, like, an article on you capturing him. What is this? That is a man that I helped put in jail. Yes. He was a leader of a cult. They worshipped a god. Uh, a god of awful nature. Not, not a god like we understand a god to be, but something dark and evil. The unfortunate thing for Shepherd Josiah Jameson and the rest of his followers was they were worshipping something real. That happened. Now, while you got there, I'd like you to look up, I don't know, Hercules Melville and uh, the Alabama Coast Lighthouse. Top it in. You can see that she's kind of half paying attention to you, but she's also flipping through the article, reading it with like... I was going to give her examples of like previous cases in the hope that one of them, one of them... I'm going to give you a... uh, a, I'm going to get you to make a persuasion... I'm going to call it persuasion composure role. Okay. And she's I'm, not blue collar. Uh, no, she is not. And I'm going to give you a plus one for essentially having evidence. evidence. Yeah. She looks up the second article that you've recommended, or maybe the third article that you've recommended. And then finally she closes her phone, looks at you, and you can see that she's not convinced or whatever, but you can see. I've got her enough. You've got her enough. She says, what do you want from me? I don't want anything from you. You don't need to give me anything at all. You've already just cut the sales pitch and tell me why I'm here. I need your help. I need to investigate and find out what killed your husband. I believe it is something similar to the cases that I have previously investigated, a field that I have experience in. 
I believe an entity that is not natural, that is not human, that is kind of human, has removed your husband's eyes and collects body parts. And I believe that it has done this in this town before, and I'm worried it will do that in this town again. I need you to support my endeavor to go to the police station and collect the evidence that they have. Now, I can't do that on my own because, obviously, I'm a stranger. I'm not from around here, and they are not going to trust me because to attack the pillar of justice that is a small-town police officer, well, you, you understand how that would go. However, if I was, say, a lawyer working for your family to uh, sue the police for their mishandling and the investigation into your husband's death, well, then we could have access to as many files as we needed. Do you want to find the thing that killed your husband or do you want to prevent it from killing anybody else, ma'am? She takes out her phone again and you see she starts typing something into it. After a sec, she flicks her eyes up at you again and says, I'm sending the text now. Thank you very much. I'll let you know what they tell me. Excellent. Excellent. And as far as this goes, I'm a lawyer that you heard about online. Okay. She stands up. Was there anything else? I suppose I might have to might ask you a couple of questions about Jude, about that day, about anything else in town that you might be able to help me with in, in my own investigations. She turns around so that she's facing the door, but talks to you. It was late at night when the police showed up. He was working late at the town hall. I don't know why, but it wasn't unusual of him to work late. He would walk home via, mostly via the historical walk. It was, he liked, he liked how secluded it was. And he enjoyed nature. He liked hiking. He did that a lot. And the historical walk was one of his favorites. So he would walk it most, most days home. Um, and on the walk, apparently he was ambushed. What did the police tell you? They said they said they're not sure. They said they're still investigating. Still investigating. They got no fucking idea from there. Dick to their asshole. Sorry, man. One final thing that I don't know what it's worth, but I'm going to make sure that I find the thing responsible for this, and I will. I will put it to bed. Do you understand? She nods, still not facing. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And you see that she brings a hand up to her face. You're not sure how long she's been crying for, but you have only just noticed that she definitely that makes been sense. crying. Yeah, that makes sense for me. That uh, checks out. She, still facing away from you, says, I don't want it put to bed. I want it killed. That's largely what I was trying to do. Now, you may struggle with some of these things over the next little while. It is hard to rethink reality when it is so ingrained within your head. So think of it like this. When you were a girl, did you ever think there was a monster in your wardrobe or under your bed? And did say your mother or your father or older brother, older sister, younger brother, dispel that monster by turning on the bedroom light? Yes. Well, Miss Carol, the world is a wardrobe. And there are monsters inside. But I am going to turn on the lights. She walks over to the door. Was there anything else? No, man, that's all. Thank you for the blender. Um, I guess I need to practice a little more. If, if it's important, she says... He would walk the historical walk and then cross through the Bismarck gold fields to get home. That is important. Thank you, ma'am. She leaves. Well, I'm not sure what I can do with this information tonight. Ritual sacrifices. This is all very interesting. All right. Um, I leave the hotel Mm -hmm. and I walk to the pizza and grill. You can see that there's a few people waiting around. Not waiting around, actually. Sorry, eating outside. There's like, I'd say maybe five people here in total, a group of three and two people on their own sitting out the front at tables and chairs eating pizza or (laughs) pizza or wings. A great combination. Wings. I do love wings. I think earlier I described, oh no, wait, I described Harry's Con like that. Harry's Con and the Pizza and Grill share that strange small town nature of you could get pasta here or you could get sushi here. I'm going to eat some food and just think on this. Uh, Does anything interesting happen while I'm sitting in the pizzeria? Hmm. Who runs the pizzeria? No, probably not. Uh, You notice that the owner of the Pizza and Grill probably isn't here right now. It's just a lot of like 18 to 20 year old kids running the place, even in the back, like the, they have a wood fire uh, grill. So you can kind of uh, a wood fire grill, sorry, that they, they want people to see because it looks nice and fancy. Yeah. So uh, you can see even the people working in the, in the kitchen, they're all like 18 to 20 year olds. A lot of the people here out the, Oh, you sit, you can sit inside or out the front. It's a nice night. I sit out the front. Yeah. So uh, out the front, all the people sitting out here as well would probably be in their like late 40s to 50s. Yep. But nothing of interest happens. You just, maybe you overhear some stupid town gossip or something like that. Someone's getting their eyelashes did or something. something. Nothing interesting. No, nothing interesting. Excellent. I finish my pizza and I take out my notepad Mm -hmm. and I take out... The map of the tr- the handwritten map of the trails, which I assume sure. have the 
Yes. I assume yeah. have the the historical trail and also where the Bismarck Goldfielder is? Yes, it does. Excellent. I head to the town hall mm-hmm. first. Adam, I would like to walk what I believe to be Jude Carroll's walk home. Starting at the Brungong Town Hall, the first thing you do is, oh, would you cross at the lights? There's a set of lights and there's a uh, like an established crossing, but it is slightly out of your way. From the town hall? Yeah, from the town hall. From the town hall, you would basically need to walk back closer to the train station to get across. Or if you were the sort of person who didn't really care, you could walk straight from the town hall, get across the road. It's not very busy, so you probably just could. If I'm Jude Carroll, this is the way that I go. I walk just across the road. Um. You get across the road, you walk around the side of the library and clock tower, and you start walking along the historical... Library's all closed? Yeah, it's all closed. Can I see what the opening hours on the front of the library are? Uh, It'd be 10 till 3 every day. Great, 10. Saturdays and Sundays, same hours. (laughs) What a cooked library. (laughs) Um, Excellent. I... uh... I walk uh, the trail. You start walking south along the historical walk. You're walking right next to... You You already knew this because you... I've done been, this walk. Yeah, you've done this walk before. You're walking right next to the train tracks. You can see as you walk along, you see where the, the crime scene is again. You pass that a second time. That does, doesn't seem to be any update unless you stop to have a close look around. And then as you keep making your way south... I'm going to get you to make a wits composure roll, which is five dice. Uh, yes, that's five dice for me. Eventually walking south, you're walking for maybe, I would say like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, about an hour and a half. And you see on your left-hand side, there's like obvious pressing down on the scrub and the grass and stuff like that. There's obviously like a trail from person or people walk or turning left just so many times. You can also see that that trail or that like pressing down of uh, grass goes over the train tracks and continues onwards through a field where the grass is tall enough for you to notice that it just parted walks through a field up to a fence and that fence is dilapidated and collapsed right where it meets the little trail. This path is a lot of people have walked on it though. Like it's not just Yeah, one the person. historical walk is like well-worn, established and stuff like that. This little chute off to the left, that is just that was created just by people walking it often enough. Uh, I can stop the map. Does it appear on um, Stephen's handwritten map? It would. It would. It, it's marked with like a series of tiny little dots. It's very obviously written on the map as just almost an afterthought. Where does it lead to? You can see that it leads to the Bismarck Goldfields. That's the back entrance. Huh. All right there. Well, In fact, you could see the Bismarck Goldfields beyond. This is what I assume is the route that Jude Carroll would take home. Very likely. You, ooh, I'm going to get you to make... What sort of a check would this be? Resolve intelligence, I'm going to call it. What's your resolve? Uh, it is six. Six? Okay. Altogether. Looking at this map, you're in the back of your mind, you're like, I could have gotten to Jude's house a lot faster if I'd taken the road. <laughs> you're just, you don't know if it's necessarily important. You just know that going via the road would have been faster. Potentially possible. He definitely just did enjoy the walk. Yeah. Well, he was a fit guy who, who likes, you know. Hiking. Hiking. Hmm. I, I keep, yeah, I walk the path. I walk the trail. 
Oh, you keep walking no, the no. historical walk? Oh. I go off the towards the, the path that I assume Jude Carroll walked home. There's a big sign on the fence when you get closer you can read. There's a big sign on the fence that says, Caution, keep out, which you promptly ignore, I assume? Yes, of course. You the step- path continues. Yes, the path continues into the Bismarck Goldfields. But when you get into the Bismarck Goldfields, this area is cleared out. There's no, like... Uh, unless you start checking the ground for footprints and stuff like that, there's no obvious path that you can see. The Bismarck Goldfields consists of four major landmarks. The first one is a big fucking hole yeah. that, that you see spiraling down into the dirt. The big hole has like a like an entrance down the bottom, which you imagine would take you underground. The second feature is a big building that has the words administration written on it. The third one is a big building that has a motor pool written on it. And the fourth one is a separate, like a a cave entrance almost, that you imagine also takes you underground. But this one is at ground level rather than being at the bottom of a pit. Oh, and sorry, there is also a road that goes like a dirt road that goes through all of this, connecting all of it up and then heading east where it meets the gate and then the proper road, which would lead you to the Allendale Road. And would lead me to Jude Carroll's house. Yes, yes. So he walked through here, but he didn't make it that night. He was murdered miles back. I wonder how many people walked this route home. Well, Heracles, you could investigate the cave, although doing it alone seems ridiculous. However, when you woke up this morning, you were not wearing a military uniform, and as far as you can tell, there are no special forces that exist in... Town of Burangal. You are not dying today. I head to the cave, Mouse. Okay. Do you have a torch? I, I assume the smartphone. You have your phone light? Can, All right, cool. Yeah. The, tor- the torch on the back of the phone. Sure. Um, I don't have my bat, though. I have no weapons. You have 40% battery. Great. Um, Just so you know. Yeah, good to know. Um, my, yeah, my, mm, actually, even though I know I'm not going to die, <laughs> I, can still get gr- I could still get grievously injured. You could. Because I don't have, I don't have any weapons on me. No. All my weapons are back at the car. Mm-hmm. All your weapon is back. Oh no! Wait, you have a shotgun. I have a shotgun now. with six yeah. shells. Um, I might come back. Actually, while I'm not going to die today, it would be foolish for me to enter this cave unarmed. I need, I need more pieces for the jigsaw puzzle. I walk out of the Bismarck Goldfields towards where the Allendale Road goes, just mm-hmm. to get my head around where Jude Carroll. Heads to, and then I walk back through the path. What were the other two landmarks? Sorry, so there was the whole the cave entrance. There's an administration building. There's a motor pool. The administration building is not very big. It's like a one-room building. The motor pool is big. It's like a big warehouse-sized building, and one side of it is just big shutter doors. So you imagine like big vehicles have come in and out of that building. Then there is the hole in the ground that ends with a like a tunnel that goes into the dirt, into the earth, sorry. And then there is like a cave entrance at ground level. Yeah. And then obviously the the gate exit. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna go in there alone, actually. That was that's real dumb. That's real dumb, Adam. Okay. I'm clever. Mm, sure. I'm cursed, but I'm not an idiot. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Right. I walk this path, I head back into town, uh, I head back to the motel. Takes you a while. Even if you go by the Allendale Road, it it's probably like maybe eight thirty nine by the time you get home. That's fine. 
to the motel, not home, whatever it counts. What I do now is go home and make like just get all the things that I've got, photos on my phone, notes, and I just sort of do a bit of like a mm-hmm. a research shuffle. Does any new information come from doing just like a broad swath of this stuff? I look into a bit of like Aztec cults, the idea of a master of medicine, patchwork man, anything. I guess I would make that. I would make that a resolve, resolve intelligence composure role, maybe. Yeah. Well, any new leads or information that it's like a, a spark goes. Oh, that's the next thing I need to untangle. You know that Australia has not like a incredibly famous reputation, but people go missing in Australia sometimes and just never show up again. It's not it's not like no one cares, but it happens and it would not be seen as unusual if one or two people went missing every so often. So you're thinking to yourself, you're like, this creature got people to sacrifice themselves to it or sacrifice others to it. And then when that fell apart, it started secretly making its way north. It then basically gained too much notoriety and now it's here. It would make sense. This, like the Australian outback is, is very big, has a few people dotted around it, just every now and then a few people dotted around it. And people do not think disappearances are supernatural. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, this place is probably a great hunting ground for it. You would imagine it would seem unlikely that the uh, Bismarck Goldfields or the Barnhole Gold Mine are where it lives because you know tours happen of both places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems you you could still find clues there. Like the obviously you were there last night, this night, so the place does shut down. Now, looking at the map, you're like, all right, so Jude was attacked really close to town and on the south side of town. Yep. The uh, Walsh murders happened northeast. So this creature ranges around the entire town. It's not just yeah. localized to one spa. It could be theoretically anywhere. The, the killings in Virginia, mm-hmm. how spaced out are they? Oh, it was one killing in Virginia. One in Virginia. Oh, oh, I see what you. I kind I'm of. Trying to, I'm trying to. It's chuck. like murders that happen slowly going north. A lot of them were locals reporting the like indigenous tribes and stuff like that reporting them. So uh, uh, white settlers did care that much. Yeah. And then eventually, a white settler was killed, and then it was captured and sent to England. Yeah. Well, sent it away, never. Yeah. It never got there though. No, it never did. Nah, cool. Great. All right, oh, well, well right. actually, you don't know. You don't know. You just have a shipping manifest sending it out. Now, I don't recall. I'm going to have to check out the library, see if there's any more foreign deaths. But if it took Stephen Walsh in 2004, it killed off his family well before that. And then it hasn't killed a person. Well, as far as I'm aware, it hasn't killed anybody since 2014. One other thing worth noting is that you can tell that the trails are definitely important. The two people you know in this area who have been attacked walk trails. Walk trails. Yep. It stalks them on the trails and follows them back somewhere easy to kill. Jude Carroll was a problem, though, and had to. It killed him very close to town. Wash House is miles away. It's next to a church in the middle of fucking nowhere, right near a trail. 
that kill is so close to the train station, the clock tower. It's it's within spitting distance in the library. It it was desperate, hungry, maybe. And then there's the fact that it may be sick. The cancer in the old man's lungs might be killing it slowly. It's gonna need something again, I think. I think it's gonna look for someone else before I'm done here. I need to talk to someone who knows a lot about ritualistic sacrifices. <laughs> Adam, before I go to bed, mm-hmm. I'd like to make one phone call to a prison uh-huh. in America uh, to speak with Shepard Josiah Jameson. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.